the big game this weekend in the GEA viewpoint is Galway against Monaghan in the National Football League on Sunday in St. Tiernix Park Clonus at 3.15 uh, both teams struggling for points at the moment many touting it as a relegation four-pointer well we'll see how it all works out delighted to be joined by my colleague and friend Kevin Dwyer to look ahead to the game Kevin how are you keeping? Very good Darren yeah and Kevin, before we talk about the Galway team and talk about the match, let's just take that point that a lot of the national media are making this out to be. Is this the relegation uh, battle that many people are saying it is? Well, it certainly is for both teams. It's a crucial game. There's no doubt about that. A lot will depend on what happens on Saturday with Mayo and Roscommon. But uh, there's no doubt about it. The winners of this one give themselves the chances, you know, staying in the division. Uh, the, if you lose for Galway, there's two big tasks ahead of them with Dublin and Kerry to come. Yeah, because I suppose, Kevin, like three points we're on at the moment, we do well to survive in five. So if we didn't get the result that we're looking for on Sunday, we could need to go through both of last year's All-Ireland finalists unbeaten. That's the big task that's ahead for Galway. And really, this is an opportunity on Sunday to try and consolidate our position in Division 1. So it's a it's a big ask for the players uh, it's a really big game, probably the biggest game so far uh, that they've faced this season. And, of course, it's also a huge game for Monaghan. And they haven't been going well. And like Galway, they have had their problems as well in fielding teams. So both sides, you know, have difficulties as they go into the game on Sunday. And it'll come down, really, I think, to who wants it the most. We'll go back and we'll talk about Monaghan in a few minutes. But of course, the Galway team was named last night. It's up on our social media, but I'll quickly run through it here first. Connor Gleeson and goal, a full back line of two, Johnny McGrath, three, Sean Fitzgerald, and four, Sean Mulcairn. Dylan McHugh is at five, John Daly at six, Daniel O'Flaherty at seven, Paul Conroy, eight, John Maher, nine, Johnny Heaney, ten, Keen Darcy, eleven, Cahill Sweeney, twelve, an inside line of Robert Finnerty, thirteen, Niall Daly, fourteen, and Rory Cunningham, fifteen. Two changes, Kevin, from the team that played against Derry. Uh, Great to see Rory Cunningham getting an opportunity, but I suppose the main talk about it will be Paul Conroy. Now, he was named last week too before having to pull out, but he's back in the team, as we understand, the partner John Maher. Yeah, and of course, that would be good if it happens because uh, John Maher really has been missing having somebody beside him. He's worked tirelessly for Galway in the last couple of games and he's done great work around the middle of the field. But last week, he was, you know, he was a lone soldier quite often and uh, he was winning ball and breaking ball and unfortunately, we didn't have players around him to support him and pick up the, the pieces that he was creating. So it would be great to have Paul Conroy there with him and to take a little bit of pressure off John Maher uh, at the at the centre of the field. And of course, that is an area that we've been struggling with since Killian McDade's injury. So it's undoubtedly, you know, if we could strengthen that area for Sunday, it would be a huge boost for Galway. Kevin, obviously we've been badly hit and I know Monin have too, but we've been missing all-stars and a few experienced campaigners and we won't go through them all now. Everybody knows who they are. What have you made of Porrick Joyce's selection so far? He seems to have a kind of a settled unit, one or two changes per game. Obviously we know some of these players have to come back in, but do you see some form of championship squad coming together, even if not necessarily a starting 15? Yeah, well, if, if Galway had their full supply of players, you'd no doubt about it, you'd be saying that you know, they're the most, uh, possibly one of those that could challenge for an All-Ireland if we had a full squad. But one of the things that hap- has happened with Galway is we've suffered considerably from injuries over the last number of years. And we just didn't have the depth in the panel uh, to get over those difficulties. And I think what has happened 
with this particular squad, and particularly in defence, we've managed to to boost the number of players that are available to us. And you'd have to say that the full back line in particular has been hugely impressive. Uh, Johnny McGrath has been absolutely outstanding. I think he's you know conceded about three or four points against four of the top class players in play. So he's been absolutely outstanding. And one of the big finds, of course, is you know he was a fantastic underage player for Galway, and he's continued to develop. And you know the Carlistan lad has really put his name forward for that number two jersey. Also, on top of that, beside him, Sean Fitzgerald at number three has really, really shown the qualities that he has. And he's, you know, he's a player of, uh, you know, he distributes the ball well. He's a great engine. He keeps going right to the finish. And he also has great pace. And outside him on the left, uh, Sean Mulcairns was unlucky to get a black card the last day, which really didn't help our chances. But he has been, you know, building on the fact that he was out for injury for a year and a half, out uh, injured for a year and a half, and has come right back in and is putting in a huge effort. And, of course, the half-back line is beginning to become a little bit more settled. With Liam Silk perhaps coming back in, you might have an additional power there. And also Jack Lynn, who came on the last day, great to see him coming back into play because he's been out injured as well. And he's, of course, a huge player for Galway. John Daly has been putting in great performances this year. I think he's upped his performances on last year. And Dylan McHugh is getting right back to his best, having come back also from injury. So it gives you an idea that, we, you know, the defence has been the side that's shaping up really well for our goal. Right? Middle of the field, we have a problem. And definitely in the forward division, we have a problem. Because, you know, when you lose players like Matt Tierney and Shane Walsh and, and Damien Comer, you really are putting yourself under immense pressure then to try and come up and fill those gaps because they're big, big, big players. But in fairness, uh, when you mentioned Rory Cunningham there. He's coming in the next day. And uh, he came on in an FBD league game uh, for Galway uh, when they played inside the dome. And he scored two great goals for Galway. And he showed that he has qualities. And uh, he was also involved in one of the goals so far in the championship. He came on as a sub and he made a pass that I think it was... Uh, Carl Sweeney's goal uh, that he he helped out with that and he was an assist with that and he's scored a couple of points so he's you know he's a player of quality as well that has come in so from that point of view Galway have been building up Carl Sweeney of course as I mentioned is a very versatile and useful player he can score and he also can defend very very well carry the ball quite well for you so he's another player of quality so there are there are players coming in uh, that will enhance the whole overall picture for Galway when it comes down the line and we're looking at a championship. Yeah, because actually for a bit of sport there last week, I decided to try and pick my championship team if everyone was fit so far. And I had to go back over it again when I realised I left Sean Kelly out of it. But that's what we're looking for. It's an opportunity with these players to put their hand up because, look, hopefully we don't run through the bad luck that we got during the championship last year. Hopefully the theory is that we're getting the bad luck out of the way now to have everyone later in the year. But as we discussed many times in 2022, and even at stages last year before the injuries took hold, we're not going to win in Ireland, which is 15, 16, 17 players we need 23-24 that are ready to come in and the Rory Cunninghams the Keen Darcy's the Daniel O'Flaherty's to name but three uh, are getting the opportunity now Yeah you mentioned Daniel O'Flaherty you know he's playing very very well when he comes in at wing back and he's done you know he scored a point as well and he was also involved in one of the goals you know in the move for that Kyle Sweeney goal he brought the ball forward for that particular move. So he's a player of quality. And also King Darcy, the last day, he was the man at the end of a move to put the ball in the back of the net. So he's, 
he's only had two or three opportunities to play at senior level for Galway. This is some of the things we tend to forget, that these young fellas are only getting a chance to, you know, grind their teeth and get out there and, give, you know, create something. And each time they go out, it's a learning curve for them, and they are learning, and they are improving. And, you know, Keane Darcy was one of those involved in the FBD, he came in a couple of times in the games in the FBD. And, he, of course, he has advanced from that. In the last day, I thought he, he showed great qualities. Also, this Nile Daly is in there the last day, and he's in a full forward. I think, you know, he was very, very unlucky. And had to score a goal at the start of the second half. Really unfortunate. Two cracks at it and great saves from the goalie. And now, you know, he also set up a point at one stage for uh, Rob Finnerty and scored a point himself. So he's learning as well. He normally plays midfield for Kilconley, Nile Daly. And uh, Park is using him now as a number 14, big man inside, target man inside. And uh, the first day out, they didn't use him that much. The ball didn't go into him. But you'd hope to see a little bit more ball go into him because I think he's very capable of winning ball in there. He's a big man. And he showed that. He knocked the ball down, as I say, to Rob Finnerty. And he put it over the bar in uh, one of the games. And, of course, another time he kicked it over himself. So he has quality and he has ability. And the first time that he played for Galway, I think, was against Roscommon. And that day, he scored four points from the centre-forward position. So, you know, he's not afraid to have a goal at shots so, from that point of view, he's another player, you know, that's gaining from the experience and learning from it all the time. And we hope it all works out for them going forward. Let's go back to Monaghan Din as well. Charles, I asked you to start about relegation, but sure, people are again relegating Monaghan after obviously three heavy defeats to Kerry Derry and Ross Common, which really was noteworthy last week. They're missing an awful lot of players as well. Rory Beggan is the standout one missing, though. Conor McManus is not back in the setup, but then again, Kevin, it's Monaghan. And we remember 2021 so, so clearly how they sent us down to Division 2 as well. They'll be really, really up for this. Yeah, and of course, they lost Jordan Hughes and Fintan Kelly to retirement at the start of the year. Darren Hughes has been out as well and uh, Conor McCarthy. So, like, it's been tough for them. And on top of that, they've lost a few more players as well. So, it's been they've been trying to build a team and put something together. But when you consider it, they don't have a lot. Monaghan have been very fortunate up until this year with getting away without too many injuries and having a steady supply of maybe 21, 22 players that have been able to go out for them every Sunday and, you know, put in an effort. Uh, they had a great start to the campaign when that win over Dublin with the late score. And it was a huge victory for them uh, in that particular game. Uh, but they did fail to build on it. You know, they, they really went down to Derry. Roscommon was an absolute disaster for them. And the second half, they only scored three points and one of those was from play. And really and truly, they looked all sorts completely. So, you know, they, they, they're a better side than what they've shown. And they will be fighting for their lives on Sunday. And you can imagine that they will do everything in their power to win on Sunday because they know that if they lose on Sunday, that's the end of a, a long, long run that they've had in Division 1. And uh, they won't be happy about having to drop down to Division 2, so you can expect some kind of kickback from them on Sunday. Yeah, and that's when they're they're most dangerous when people are writing them off because no doubt it's been demoralising for the new players. Obviously, Finney Corey's trying out players too with the absence of who he's missing and some of them are permanently gone, as you mentioned, Kieran Hughes and Fenton Kelly in particular. 
third week in a row though it's very very hard to pick a team up but I suppose home game knowing that they have a half decent record against Galway they beat them in the Super 8s in the Championship a few years ago as well and I mentioned the relegation match in 2021 and like ourselves in one way too going back to the first question it's I don't use last chance saloon for either but really it's very very hard to see the loser of this game staying in Division 1 Oh yeah but if you get the two points up there or even a point for Galway it would be very very invaluable you know because they have to come out of there with something and really and truly that, that brings its own pressure on a team as well and especially on a young team you know because sometimes I feel <clears throat> excuse me sometimes I feel that Galway play with a bit of anxiety and that, you know, where if you have experienced players, they tend to be a bit cooler and, you know, move the ball a bit more and, you know, open up the opportunities a bit better for themselves. But I thought the last day that Galway tried just that little bit too hard. And I think one of the telling moments in the game was the pass from uh, Kieran Malloy that he tried to punch forward to Sean Kelly. Now, when you looked at it in real time, it looked really like, you know, a move that if it came off, it was going to result in a great score. But it, the ball fell short and uh, was intercepted. And that turned the game around because they came down and they won a penalty, uh, which was dubious enough, in my opinion, but that, I'm not the referee. And that really turned the game around, that one particular pass. And it was just trying to be too, you know, just a bit over-anxious to try and create something. And, uh, you know, wait and wait and wait until you get the right opportunity, I think, might be better for Galway. And I think that that's what they need to do. Just, you know, keep it steady. Uh, it doesn't need to be, you know, wild and flourishing all the time. I think Galway just need to be, you know, that bit steady all the time. Uh, they have a very, very good defence. They have a great goalie in the sense that, uh, he, you know, he doesn't concede too much. And one of the games that I clapped him, he, you know, I think he conceded one kick-out where uh, he was delayed in, in the kick-out and the referee blew the whistle against him and, uh, they got a fr- uh, won the throw in and got a point. I think that was up in Tyrone. But every other kickout, I think he managed to get away cleanly to Galway. So, like the kickouts have been working fairly well for us. The defence is doing very, very well. I think if we can bolster what we have at midfield with John Maher, I think that will be helpful. And if we're just that little bit more savvy in the forward line, you'd like to see people maybe like Johnny Heaney bringing that experience in and you know showing the control that we need uh, to throw the ball around, wait for the opportunity and maybe create those chances that will get us over the line. And even taking that point, Kevin, before I let you go, is that what we're looking for here? I've no doubt you're confident enough if Goway performed that we can win this match. Uh, but it's a bit more assertiveness, I suppose, because they have been accused, and it's probably unfairly at times, but you can see the argument of being too passive. As you said, they're playing with an anxiety, but really this is a game now that without going completely nuts going forward and even holes in the gap that they probably need to show a bit more assertiveness and go in there and play like a team that has realistic ambitions of winning All-Ireland later in the year Yeah, no. when I say anxiety and being cautious I don't mean you know that you don't go at a team and I think that was one of the things against Tyrone I felt in the end of the Tyrone game I wasn't up there but I was watching it on the telly and I felt at the end of the Tyrone game the Tyrone were out in their legs and the Colway if they went at them and drove at them uh, that we would have, you know, got a better return. In fact, and wouldn't have been hanging on so much at the end. And I think that that's what all we need to do: have a bit more confidence in themselves and in their play, and you know, have a go and have, you know, go at the team, go with a bit of pace at them. But that means you have to up uh, the level of work, and the level of commitment. So when a player goes forward, there has to be somebody going with them or supporting them, and that's the real key issue with Galway: that we kind of lift the game 
just a little bit the next day, just up the pace a little bit the next day, push on, try and push at them, uh, tr- you know, challenge them all the time if we can uh, to, c- you know, commit the errors that will lead to scores for Galway. And I think that if we do that, I think we have a great chance of winning the game. And I, I would be, uh, one thing I will say this, Darren, about Galway, I have to say this, every time they've gone out, uh, bar the first day, which I thought we were very lacklustre against Mayo, for the first 20 minutes. After that, we improved. But after that first 20 minutes against me, every time since then, I think you cannot doubt the commitment of the lads that have put on maroon jerseys. They really are trying their very, very best to win the games for Galway. And you have to admire that about them. As I say, they're young. They're a bit inexperienced. But they're certainly beginning to grow and develop as a team. And let's hope that they get what they deserve on Sunday and come away with the honours from Monaghan.